Hi guys, uh, Frank and Dan here. We just wanted to make sure that we uh, we got to you before that other Frank and Dan start their show uh, to talk to you a little bit about a way that you can help us. Yeah, this is Joyride, Frank and Dan. Yeah, this, that's right. Not <laughs> not those TGIA guys. No, screw them. They're they're we're way smarter than they are, uh, but they're more needy than we are, yeah. and so they need your help. Absolutely. Uh, so we're hoping that you can go to uh, our webpage, thankgodimatheist.com. And look for the Joyride banner, which is over on the right-hand side of the page. Right. Click on it. it it's just a way to chip in uh, a monthly donation uh, in any de- uh, de- denomination yeah. that you would like. We're looking to, or I'm sorry, Frank and Dan at TGIA are looking to improve the podcast. <laughs> yes. They're, they're, they're trying to get new microphones and... Get a producer to do help all out sorts of things. The uh, blah blah blah. You don't want to know the ins and outs. All you want is a better show, and the way to get it is to yeah. go there and uh, and contribute. And if you help out, they've got some rewards for you. You can get a, a godless ringtone for three dollars a month. Yeah, you can get immortality. They'll say your name on the show for five dollars a month. Those those uses on and the other show. Th- those other guys. Uh, and they'll also do a hangout with you for fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, you can you can actually um, sort of meet us yeah. on, over the intertubes. We'll yeah. have a chat with we'll uh, Google with Hangout. You think? All of them. Them. Uh, Hang- those them. Oh. Damn. Not us. Them. Anyway, them. hey, enjoy the show that's coming up, you guys, and thanks. everybody hi guys well from salt lake city utah it's thank god i'm atheist the podcast i'm frank and i'm dan and coming up today we're gonna go clear we're 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 clearing some shit up we're we're we're, we're no we're going clear yeah we're we're we're, we're, we're get, hooking up ourselves to some some e-meters yeah is that what they're called yeah and we're we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna audit we're gonna audit each other uh-huh and, and then and then we're gonna go clear we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take the thetans out. Get rid of those nasty thetans. You don't want them. You don't want them. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna be talking about Scientology later. Yeah. Uh, and, and and the new Scientology anti. Well, is it anti Scientology? It is. It is merely. It's a, it's a film about. It is merely a, an expose an expose of Scientology. Yeah. yeah. Scientology is its own anti Scientology. Once you learn about it, <laughs> as is the case with so many religions, yeah, really. But, uh, God, this it just should be obvious. They're cute. Yeah, it's cute. Anyway, uh, but mm. uh, that's coming up later in the show. Much later. <laughs> Ooh, that sounded. Was that you? What? Oh, the little what? Nothing. Uh, the much later <laughs> thing is what I was going. <laughs> oh, <on>. Okay. <laughs> it sounded ominous. Like we're gonna take twelve hours. Mm. All right. Uh, uh, do you want to go? Uh, tell sure. us a story. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I, this, this is actually fascinating. This is, um, there is a new, um, in vitro technique being developed in, um, uh, UK Mm. at the moment, um, that would, uh, give the baby, uh, DNA of three parents. Whoa. (laughs) Does this mean that like the... The DNA strand, the the double helix, is now a triple helix. Uh, something like that. It actually made me think of the movie uh, Twins, 
uh, <laughs> the Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, yeah. vehicle from the... A, uh, and clearly, was it classic. was written for them. There was no way for that film to, right. to, to work on any level without, without a giant the enormity of Arnold man. Schwarzenegger and, and the, the uh, scrappy tininess little little babiness <laughs> of one DeVito. mr devito no this is actually uh, it's it's fascinating it's um there's a genetic uh disease um that i forget what it was called that um it causes the death of um thousands of babies every year uh, it's a mitochondrial disorder okay and as, as you know so it sounds when you say the dna of three parents it sounds like you're splicing in sort of a, th- a th- like more DNA into the double helix, la la la, right? Yeah. Um, it mitochondria have their own DNA. Yes. Come and sort of called it, mitochondrian DNA, mm-hmm. or chondrial mitochondrial DNA. Yeah, yeah. indeed. And it comes uh, down through the mother's line. You inherit your mother's mitochondria. Whatever. Oh, thank God, because my mom and, had the best mitochondria. <laughs> well, anyway, if you've got shitty uh, mitochondrial DNA. Uh, then uh, guess what? You, you're you're going to die. You're screwed. Yeah. Um, and so what they've been able to do is they've been able to splice in uh, new uh, mitochondrial DNA um, to help these women hmm. be able to have healthy births. Um, they wow. Just because they're, they've got, for whatever reason, shitty mitochondrial DNA. Well, anyway... <clears throat> This doesn't seem like it should be that controversial of a thing. Oh, oh it does. <laughs> oh, it it seems very much like that's what it's going to be. Uh, what do you think the the problem with this would be, Dan? You're messing with with the Lord's work. Yeah. If God wanted you to have good mitochondrial DNA, he would have given it to your mother. Yeah, but there's all sorts of stuff that <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff that that religious types are willing to go along with. When it means healthy babies, yeah, right. But this one, it's ca- it's it's causing a little bit of an uproar. Anyway, the um, um, members of Parliament are they voted on just on February third um, to allow this. Oh, good. Um, so I I'm, thought you were going to go the other way for a minute, and I was I was literally just <laughs> I'm like my butthole was tightening yeah, in preparation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but church figures clearly, not necessarily the Church of England, um, but uh, more your sort of uh, Catholic churches. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing some evangelical churches they get those a little bit in in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no. I guess the Anglican Church has uh, their. Um, they said that it it. Let's see, who's this guy? Uh, Reverend uh, Brendan McCarthy, uh, he's Church of England advisor on medical ethics, uh. said, uh, we need to be absolutely clear that the techniques that will be used will be safe, and we need to be absolutely sure that they will work. That doesn't sound like, that's not denouncing it. Um, where was the one? Anyways, the Catholics are, uh, they think it, it, it it's it's horrid. Yeah, well... Because you're me- no, and it's not even like a, you're messing with the DNA that you're supposed to have. It's they're like, um, it's more along the lines of your your like the the DNA the good DNA has to come from somewhere. 
right? Like it's this whole stem cell thing. Uh, yeah. Where where and this is the part that I'm not sure if they're actually right about. Um but you you've got to ex- you've got to kill a mitochondria. What? <laughs> I don't know if that's what it is. None of this is making any sense. <laughs> it's almost I don't it. know how there could... But see, here's the thing. I can't even wrap my head around what the the opposition to this would be. Mm. Right? Like, yeah. It just seems such like a clear-cut case of like, hey... Making you're, babies You're making stay healthy alive? babies for people who want healthy babies. Yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly don't. I don't. So anyway. And of course, it is, it is the religious types uh. who would be blocking it or trying to block right it. of course it is it uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see when this uh comes to this country what do you think the do you have any idea of like I'd, what evangelical types no would do with you something know like i'm this? guessing that they're gonna be fine because a uh they're they're not gonna understand it and that's going to make them not want to like have to think too hard about it well that's 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 the golden opportunity to come up with some stupid argument against it well that's true if, if there's an opportunist pastor who sees that opportunity and seizes upon it then then we may have an issue but it does occur to me that for the most part everybody will just see this as i mean it's so no no like embryos are being created to oh apparently to kill actually oh it does the process does involve the destruction of embryos. Oh good. Then we have a huge problem and it'll <laughs> everything's gonna like everyone's gonna be furious. I, I, I just sorry, I let you speak for a minute just so I could skim down to the part where I knew there was some controversy. <laughs> and yes, uh, so uh, the Catholic bishop uh, or Catholic bishop John uh, Sherrington says the human embryo is a new human life mm. and it should be respected and protected from the moment of conception. This is a very serious step with Parliament, uh, uh, which Parliament should not rush into taking. So, so It's very serious. Yeah. It's all very serious. Well, there you go. We'll, uh, we'll keep you folks up to date on, on uh, mitochondrial DNA gate as it <laughs> unfolds. <laughs> uh, third parent gate. Third. I mean, that, that is what, this is how it will be built. Also, and that's how it makes it sound really scary. Third parent. Yeah, that that's there terrifying. Be, there will be a third person. This is unnatural. Well, it's definitely unnatural. Yeah. All all medical intervention is unnatural. <laughs> right, that's all it takes. Yeah, this, right. This is this is a crime against nature. Right, against God. Well, you know, you know who might have some good things to say about this. This meets segueing beautifully, by the way, into yeah, my I'm next sure. story. All right, uh, is is one Mister Val Kilmer. Do you, do you remember celebrity spokesperson for three parents for three mm, was he on my two dads he he's he he was both dads actually <laughs> my two dads who are really one dad with uh, multiple personalities right, right right no um uh he would be on the other side of this argument it appears uh, oh apparently and i did not know this he is a christian scientist no way yeah which, uh, lest uh. anyone be confused, if you're not familiar with this religion, science isn't really the issue. <laughs> it's the Christian part. They're not really... They focus more on Christian yeah, than science. Yeah, The whole Christian science thing, they're saying that Christianity is science, or Christianity <gasps> is in place of science. Oh. They're anti-science. They are not uh, pleased with the concept of science. So, uh, <laughs> apparently... There are rumors. Well, they're not rumors. They're, I mean, uh, 
so recently, Mr. Kilmer was uh, was was admitted to the ICU of the UCLA hospital. Uh oh. But wait, can he do that? Well, as a Christian scientist, sort of. Not. Yeah, maybe. Uh, here's the deal. Okay. Uh, his family is apparently quite reportedly very worried because he's got uh, it looks like a growth or tumor on his neck, which he has not been treating. Oh dear God! Now he has. Is this why we haven't seen him in any films? Uh, no, that's because he got fat. Oh, but the rest of it is. I was like, they could just CGI it out. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. No, I, I. Yeah, what what has he been in? He was in. Uh, what was that one that he was in? A few. Uh, it was an indie film four or five years ago. He was in that was quite good. Did he have like a turtleneck on the whole time? <laughs> Maybe, very possibly. Anyway, apparently, so he tweeted uh, trying to trying to uh, downplay what's going on, but apparently, uh, his, uh, according to you know no other reliable source than TMZ. Oh, um, they, they are good. Apparently, he's uh, he has been shunning medical treatment uh, for this for this tumor. Why? Because Chris, because Jesus. That's why. Oh my god! Because this is apparently our show where we talk about celebrities who aren't making good choices. <laughs> More on that later. More on that later. Um. Okay. Um. So there you go. Wow. It's it's, it's uh somebody who presumably pre- uh, would have the means. Yeah. To to kick whatever to pay whatever doctor yeah needs to be paid right to make to get the 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 thing on his neck removed right and, and he won't do it no I well like I said he did go into the hospital recently so maybe when push comes to really really shove he kind of goes ah and freaks out and and goes in Jesus ain't working so. right exactly yeah, when when go. the Jesus stops working it's huh. time to call in the real doctors. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny you know you and i always wow. say when we when whenever we report on you know things like the 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 canadian girl who died because her yeah. parents didn't want to treat her cancer or whatever well that was her well but her parents are the ones that were important but, yeah. uh, and we always say you know what if you're an old, an adult you can fuck with your own life if you if you want oh, to absolutely so yeah. i guess we've already come out in support of val kilmer's uh right to kill his damn self by not treating his cancer. Oh no, I he gets to. I yeah. think he's stupid. Right, of course. For 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 letting that happen. <laughs> um oh, when, when, I mean we don't we don't know what it is, so no. we don't know how treatable right it is. No. Um but it seems easily accessible if it's just on his neck. Well, yeah. I if mean, it hasn't like gotten all of its little ganglia or whatever intertwined around important things because there are important things in the neck. <laughs> there are important things. Um, wow. Yeah. Ugh. Well, right. so there you go. Um, it was uh, he apparently his uh, yeah his his publicist was saying that it's a possible tumor. They were he was doing tests. Because they don't know because they don't know because nobody's bothered because he to won't get him go into a doctor. You know what? You know what it is. What is I think goiter. I think people join. Just need some iodine. Some of these. I think some of the people who join like Christian scientists, they do it just because they're afraid of going to the doctor. <laughs> that way they have an excuse. Nobody so, bugs them. Uh, I, just, excuse me. I'd like to. Is there something called the Christian dentist? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, uh, 
I really, I'm leaving my teeth to Jesus. I'm very afraid I don't like of the needles. I, at don't, all. I really am afraid of needles. <laughs> I'm joining Christian scientists. You guys don't believe in those, right? Uh, okay, good. Do they actually that raises an interesting question in my mind. Do they go to the dentist? Do they allow their teeth to be worked on? I don't know. I would think that they could be cleaned. And that would still be okay. Maybe no cavity treatments. Right. No drilling. No drilling. Because that <laughs> does seem like an intervention of some sort. It does, kind of. Jesus, drill my tooth. So you could you can have eyeglasses, but you can't get LASIK. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Or is it only when you're sick? I don't know. Like, could you have plastic surgery just because you're improving yourself? That seems fine. Yeah. You're not, you're not curing anything. You're just See, using medicine to... You know, give yourself a nicer nose. Okay, I'm going to call this a Valcomer loophole. <laughs> He's going to go in for a neck lift. Oh, and take that ugly bump out while you're in there. I, I don't like how my skin is sagging here. And if you could just remove this thing while you're in there, that would be great. It's unsightly. It's unsightly. It's really unsightly. I don't care about the health thing. Yeah. Uh, Jesus will take care of that. Right. But if you could just remove it. That'd be great. I just need an oncological <laughs> plastic surgeon, please. <laughs> In walks Dr. Nick from the, from the Simpsons. Hi, everybody! Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, I didn't want to have to talk about the nonsense in uh, Syria um, oh. today. You mean like by nonsense? You're not referring to like parking issues. No, I'm talking about um, uh, burning alive of infidels. Yeah, um, uh, chucking uh, homosexuals, accused homosexuals, off of seven-story buildings, and mm -hmm. then and then stoning them to death when they somehow survived the fall. Yeah, um, that nonsense. I'm uh, I'm uncomfortable with those practices personally. Yeah, yeah they. Uh, it's unsettling. Um, I don't mean to be controversial, but I feel like they shouldn't do that, is my own personal feeling. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, to say the least. Well, um, like I said, I didn't want to really talk about those, but in light of those events, um, I did want to share the story of one Mr. Uh, Muhammad Ahmed. Um, Muhammad Ahmed? Muhammad Ahmed. Uh, who uh, uh, lives in Minneapolis and works as a gas station manager. Okay. Um, and he uh, spends his nights and weekends um, as a uh, anti-terror propagandist on the web. Uh, okay. I'm uh, fine with anti-terror uh -huh, propaganda. Yeah. And uh, he is um he's been frustrated i guess you could say by um the social media campaign of groups like the islamic state yeah that apparently are quite slick i haven't looked at them but this article is calling them slick so i'll run with that sure um and uh that that you know these campaigns are actually have succeeded in um getting a number of young muslim americans to um go to fight in Iraq and in right. Syria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've reported on such things. And Ahmed has um, poured thousands of his own dollars uh, over the last six months into producing a series of animated cartoons um, oh. to rebut the extremists' uh, arguments and messaging. Okay. Uh, and uh, he calls his character 
Um, he's uh, the, the, the bearded and gap-toothed uh, character. Uh, Average Muhammad is the guy's name. Oh. And he... not. N- I'm assuming not the prophet Muhammad. No. No. Just, just an average dude because, named Muhammad. Yeah, because it's like the most common name in Islamic places. Right. You know, amongst practitioners of Islam, if I had, Muhammad's the most here's common I, male name. Here's what I just realized. If I had a friend named Muhammad, which I don't, but uh-huh. if I did, yeah, I think every time I referred to him, I would say, peace be upon him. <laughs> I would <laughs> just I, have to. I think that in and of itself <laughs> might cause some problems. Um, my buddy, hey, my buddy Muhammad over there, peace be upon him. He's, he's buying us some, uh, some ice cream, so that's nice. I think you might cause some issues. Hey, Muhammad, peace be upon you, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I thought this was, uh, um, we, we've, we've said, we, we've kind of called out Islam mm-hmm. and Muslims in general, yeah. saying, where are the moderates? Where are the people denouncing the violence? Yeah. And I, I couldn't see this story without sharing it because it is the story of at least one person who is doing his dang hardest in fact he's waiting for his tax his tax refund to continue the next oh leg of his efforts there you go so i mean this guy did you watch any of the cartoons are they any good i didn't um i saw a still from Uh, one it looks fairly well produced it still looks the 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 drawings are are as good as anything you'd see anywhere else I like the I, I like the idea of like we're saying well, hey where are all the moderates and meanwhile uh they're in their animation studios. <laughs> That's where they are. We found them. Or at the gas station. Or at the gas station. Um or you know more broadly at their job mm-hmm. being good members of society. Just being people. Yeah. So, you know there's that and I I think it is clearly very easy to get angry. Yeah. And call out. But, you know, there's this, and there should be more. Yeah. So I think it's a it's a great, great thing. Sure. He's doing so. All right. Great. I'm going to tell the story of a young uh, a young man named Trevor McKendrick, uh, an uh, an an entrepreneurial f- fellow mm-hmm. apparently, uh, uh, former Mormon. Oh. Okay. Uh, not unlike us, a former Mormon now atheist. Oh, he's one of us. Oh. Yeah. It tends to do that, doesn't it? Mormonism? <laughs> well, yeah. You're either going to be a strict adherent or... Or you're going to... F- you're just going to fucking leave it all behind. Yeah, most most Mormons don't, like, seek out Convert a, be- to- a different version of Christianity yeah, or whatever. They don't become Baptists right, or no. Catholics. No. No. Uh, anyway... W- when you've had the best, it's hard to... Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the best that... religion has to offer (laughs) mormonism that's definitely not the case it'd be fun for us to go around to all of the different religions and just be like "Mm -hmm. do you have um any underwear requirements (laughs) oh you don't (laughs) oh that's nice oh Oh, okay okay okay, Okay. okay. anyway uh this guy the reason i'm bringing him up uh is that mckendrick is a uh he he now he made he built an app Okay. He had a cousin who this was... This is where our roads diverge. Mm, yes. He, yeah. Well, <laughs> also... <laughs> you'll find out later uh. that, that our roads really diverge. He he had a cousin that built apps and was making a good living on it. Oh, okay. Uh, or a relative or something. And uh, and so he thought, well, hey, I, I'd like to make a good living. Okay. So <laughs> he built an app. 
He, I mean, and he's very clever about it. He just went out there and saw like what what are the top selling apps and what ones are doing are doing well, but could be improved upon. Oh, okay, smart. smart went good. out and uh, and and built himself a Bible app. Oh, which okay. did okay. Okay, but then he did an audio Bible app, and suddenly, and it's in it's Spanish, by the way, Spanish Bible app. Oh, wow! And suddenly. Okay. The money just started rolling in. Shut up. So he is making six figures, another way in which he has diverged from us, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every year, uh, he's, yeah, he's making hundreds of, uh, you know, 100,000 bucks a year selling the Bible. In Spanish. In Espanol. So it's like a, um, an audio book. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Is sort of. It is? I guess so. I don't well, know. It's an audio app. It's an app. app. Okay. Well, anyway, he he. he uh, hmm. So so apparently, don't you normally get the author to read the book. Isn't that kind of <laughs> the direction you go? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, contrary to popular con- uh, misconceptions, uh, Jesus actually has a terrible voice. His speaking voice is awful. Oh, it's the it's lispy, super nasally. He's really gay sounding, <laughs> like super queer. Yeah, so you don't you. It's just blessed. Ble- bless. Wait. Uh, blessed are the peacemakers, <laughs> for they shall inherit the earth. It's not. It's unlistenable. You can't. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. And he has a little whistle. <laughs> <laughs> and behold, he said unto his <laughs> disciples. Anyway, uh, so it's funny because uh, this McKendrick fellow apparently he feels that he's uh, he's a little he feels a little guilty. He says uh, because oh, he's, he's he's making so much money off of spreading the good word. Apparently, people are writing to him and like he's getting emails asking him them to pray <laughs> for him or like to interpret the Bible for him. <laughs> That's qu- pretty genius, though. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I would have no problem with this at no. all. Yeah. Of course, he says, he, his quote is, uh, what if you sold Harry Potter books or Lord of the Ring books, but you told people it was real? And you told people if they would just learn how to write spells for themselves, they could he- heal their children. Hmm. Uh, I... I, I don't know that that's what he's doing. Maybe it is what he's doing. But, I mean, if you're just selling the Bible. The Bible's already out there. Yeah. It's not like he wrote the damn thing. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He just got some Spanish speakers to record some stuff. and It's brilliant. There you go. It's public domain. Yeah. It's, <laughs> there's nothing there's yeah, no, nothing anybody can say about it. I, I mean. That is that is the genius of it. Yeah. You got to base the whole thing on something that's not copyrighted. Copywritten. Yeah. That's, I'm gonna do that now. Only I'm gonna do it. <gasps> I'm, I'm gonna make. Just... You know, you wanna know how I'm gonna make my fortune? Wow, Chaucer. <laughs> he he got the Bible. He's got the Bible covered. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do Chaucer. It's, it's been it's making a resurgence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody everybody's into Canterbury Tales. <laughs> it is. It's like at the and top you know, of the list. It's, you got your, your Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got you got your uh, The Fault of in Our Stars. Yeah. And Canterbury Tales. Well, and that Middle English shit, oh, you know. They love it. Yeah, it's oh, beautiful. Everybody, it's, it's unreadable, <laughs> but it's so great. So that's that's how I'm going to make my fortune. That's copyrighted, people. Don't uh, don't go stealing that idea. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I have the story of something that's also making a resurgence. Oh? Yeah. Um, a uh, Iceland... Beautiful Iceland. I love Iceland. You've been to Iceland. It's beautiful. Um, well... 
Icelanders, yes, um, are um, you know they're 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 descendants of something Nordic, right? Yes, yeah, they're 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 former Vikings. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, as such, there's a bunch of uh, of uh, Norse gods they've been ignoring. Oh. Just flat out ignoring. Neglecting their Thor. Pagan, their Norse. Odin. Yeah, sure. Frigg. Frigg. You don't want to forget Frigg. Frigg's, Frigg's my favorite, to be honest. <laughs> oh, Frigg. Is he the one that keeps everything cold? I don't know. Frigg. <laughs> the refrigerator. Frigg-gerator. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> uh, but uh, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it explains why the North. It's so cold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Um, but uh, anyway, they uh, there will soon be a new uh, shrine. Oh, built to Thor, Odin, and Frigg. Um, the construction is starting this month, and it's uh, the island's first temple, first major temple to the Norse gods uh, since the Viking Age. <laughs> <laughs> well, fun. thank goodness. You know, um, unfortunately, um, you know, Christianity about a thousand years ago came, you know, marching <sighs> through. God, you know, and they, you know, they, 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 they totally forgot about their, uh, their, 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 their Nordic gods. These poor, neglected Nordic gods. You know, the first parliament in the world was in Iceland. It is true. Uh, it was. It was Vikings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was. I was at the place where it happened. It's, it's actually a, it's a really cool place. It's where it's where the tectonic plates of the of Europe, and of uh, North America meet, mm-hmm. and you can actually stand sort of right in the middle. They've pushed up, so there's rock cliff faces on either side of you, and you uh-huh. can just you're yeah. just standing in that confluence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um. So so yeah. they're, they're, they have a deep uh, history with 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 that kind of. Uh, of thinking influences that, that that north that nordic mm. uh mm-hmm. yes um and uh but but of course you know nobody really believes it <laughs> no no <laughs> nobody nobody's actually there is they're, they're not they don't think that thor odin and frigg are actually there i don't know um, here's the thing about the icelandic people and no. I don't know a lot about them, but I'm. Oh, are you going? All right, go I, ahead. I'm going somewhere. Go uh, ahead. According to Hilmar Orn, Hilmarson, yeah. Hilmarson, Hilmar Orn, Hilmarson. Yes. Uh, he's the high priest of something completely unpronounceable. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I don't believe anyone believes in a one eyed man who is riding about on a horse with eight feet. <laughs> um, that would be stupid. We see the stories as poetic metaphors. And a manifestation of the forces of nature and human psychology. Mm. Um, apparently, um, membership has tripled um, <laughs> in the last decade, uh, and they claim about twenty four hundred uh, members. Oh, good! And considering Iceland is only like three hundred thousand people, yeah, um, that's that's a decent that's not a bad showing, you know. So yeah, well, you know, these are people who uh, who have. Uh, Again, I think I think that um, sort of I want to say folklore is much more is 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 very alive with mm. the Icelandic people. Mm-hmm. They have they mm-hmm. have these trolls. These uh, they call them the hidden people in Icelandic. It's like oh. or something like that. Oh yeah, beautiful. Yeah, but uh, but but they actually not. I mean, they 
I don't know that they believe in it, but I'm just gonna say that like there are there there are like big rocks that the hidden folk live in. Yeah, that they've bent roads around rather than destroying uh, and ruining the chance oh, interesting. that. Uh, that, that you disturb the hidden folk. Could it just be that it's also a beautiful rock formation and they have a respect for the nature that surrounds them? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder, though, like, if an outsider who had absolutely no concept of, like, you know, the the what what a lot of us practice in, in this country and mm. a, f- a few others as well, uh, with things like the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and whatnot, like ha- would would somebody who has as limited of knowledge that we have of Icelandic culture and thought, <laughs> right, look at it and go, well, I don't know if they really believe in the Easter Bunny, but I don't know how they could. But boy, they sure do spend a lot of time right. on it, yeah, and they yeah. and they build these these effigies <laughs> out of chocolate right. in mass numbers. They 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 they. They they attribute so much power to it and time and energy to this. Like, they must believe something, right? Like this. You know what? This puts me. You hear my point? Yes, I do hear your point, and it's valid. And it it's made me realize that there's another uh, entrepreneurial opportunity waiting for us, Frank. What is that? What we do is we sell to the Christians. This is gonna this is gonna be my other way to sell to the Christians and make my fortune. Are you sure you want to share it? Yeah, such yeah. A public forum. I trust our listeners. They're they're not going to steal from me. <laughs> they might make it happen. Okay. You know how everybody talks about like Jesus is the reason for the season at Christmas time, and they're trying uh-huh. they try and steer you away from all of that pagan Santa stuff and oh, all yeah, of that yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate Jesus on the cross, or chocolate Jesus for I bet it exists for uh, for Easter. I bet it already exists. Oh no! I'm, okay, yeah. I'm I'm making it. I'm I, I'm going to do this, so that so that you're not celebrating some pagan bunny, right? This isn't bunny time. This is well, what you described might be hard, you know. But, but you could at least do a, a chocolate cross. That's oh, easy. No. Crosses are easy. Nope, it's crucifix. You all want the, way. the full I want, Jesus? I want to eat Jesus from the feet up. Hmm. I want. <laughs> it should be filled with some sort of like cherry syrup filling though so like when you bite into it it just bleeds all over the place except that i want it except that if if it's going to be filled with cherry syrup filling i want to make holes in like the hands and the side so that when you bite into it it starts like oozing out of his hands thin thin areas right like when you create pressure elsewhere it just bursts through yeah exactly and uh the stigmata (laughs) that's exactly what we're doing matter of fact if you out there are a chocolatier. A chocolatier, a confectioner <laughs> of some sort. Steal my idea and then uh, make it for me. I will be the happiest man alive. <laughs> I'm not even going to charge you for that idea. You can go ahead and steal it. Just send me a picture. As long as we get to see it. Well, yeah. You know what? Don't just send me a and picture. Send me one. Yeah. I, I need to eat this thing. All right. Well, two, Dan. Okay. I'll share with Frank. Send him one as well. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I, I got a, uh, a story mm-hmm. that there was a story that we missed, and the thing is that I was, I was sort of aware what? of it uh, a few months ago, uh, but I okay. really didn't. I don't, I don't know. We just didn't get to it or whatever. Oh, but it's a good okay. story. It's, All right. It, it's uh, it in in Georgetown, Washington D.C. area. Uh-huh. Uh There was a a rabbi of of a of a of a 
what do you call it? A synagogue? Yeah, it was congregation was what I was looking for. But oh, yes, okay. he was a, he was a rabbi of a synagogue. Okay, and uh, and he he got in trouble. He got in some hot water uh, oh, when no. it was discovered that he had put a hidden camera in the uh, in the room where the women would do their ritual bathing before they would come into synagogue. Was he trying to make sure that they were doing it right? <laughs> well, that's what was he it claimed. Quality control. Yes, <laughs> uh, according to him. He was absolutely just he doing didn't that. Really say that? I he, mean, I guess it's the obvious defense. Obviously, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to say? Uh, what, you, what I'm can a you pervert. What can What can I do? I like women. I think they're sexy when they're naked. <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm not familiar with the ritual washing that that Jewish women would do at a synagogue. Like, uh, yeah. What is it actually? Uh, there's a there there is a thing and I think it's mostly just like like orthodox. Like when when you get really orthodox, you you, you do a clean more, a ritual washing and it is apparently you get naked and you go into this bath. Uh what? Yeah. So they provide this bath that you that you take, a ritual what? bath. Okay. I'm and you hope that the up. person who took the bath before you wasn't too gross. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so he got into trouble. Well, there's some new news about about uh, Rabbi, what's his name? Uh, Barry Freundel, uh, who okay, was, who was rabbi for 25 years. Um, he <laughs> he was he was fired from his job as rabbi of that synagogue. Oh, and okay. asked to leave uh, the housing. That, that they had provided for him. Well, he, he he won't. He is now rabbi squatter who will not leave the housing. <laughs> the synagogue. Oh, he didn't change his last name to squatter. Okay. No. All right. No. I, I'm sorry. I was reading about <laughs> ritual baths, and I had to look up and <laughs> no, process he, what I had just heard. Yeah. Yes. Um. Okay. He's hanging out. He is. He's he, not. He's not going. <laughs> There was a there was a a, a a letter that went out uh, from the the president of the board, um, who has said, uh, "Yeah, we were informed in late December that Rabbi Freundel did not have plans to leave the house, so we began informal conversations to resolve this issue uh, with Rabbi Freundel and his attorney, but to no avail." Oh. You see, he seems to be uh, comfortable. Oh. Now, if it were me. And I had been caught perverting up the place. You'd get the hell out. I'd probably want to leave. Like but in the middle of the night. No, no. With shame. He is digging in. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess maybe if you're shameless enough to do the deed, maybe you don't have any shame. Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and if you come back with, <laughs> I was making sure they were doing it right. Um, which, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's preposterous. Right. Uh, so here are some ways that um, a ritual bath would be used these days. Okay. okay. Um, uh, but, and by women, uh, it would be to achieve ritual purity after menstruation. Oh, yeah, because that's gross. Or after childbirth. Oh. Um, it's also uh, part of a traditional procedure uh, during conversion to Judaism. Mm. Um, and apparently also... Uh, you need to immerse newly acquired utensils used in serving and eating food, but I doubt that's what he was watching. No. Well, maybe that was the one he was watching. Yeah, he's like, I'm. I never looked when they. I'm into forks and knives. What do you want? 
It's what I like. Don't judge. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, a mikvah is what. Oh, that's how you say it. Okay. Apparently. Yeah. I guess I was conflating it with the with the uh, the Muslim thing of like the men having to wash themselves ritually before they go into into their men their and mosque. women. Yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I only saw the men. I've only seen the men do it. Oh, okay. I, yeah. There you go. I mean, yeah. they don't take off their clothes to do it. They they wash their hands and feet and yeah, whatever. But well, apparently, uh, this guy was getting a free peep show with all the hot Jewish congregants. I don't. I'm <laughs> guessing a lot of them were like old and whatever. I don't know. Hey, to each his own. You yeah, know? yeah, that's that true. might be what he liked. It's what he's into. I don't. I shouldn't judge that. That's fine. What I should no. judge though is him, like you know, peeping. The peeping part is a problem. Yeah, I have a. I that's not good. Peeping. Yeah. Anyway, he's a peeping tom, and but now he's a, a, peeping, a, 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 a squatting tom. Now, <laughs> now he is. Uh, he is officially just sitting. Uh, he's, you know, possession is nine tenths of the law, Frank. Yeah. So peeping. He's got squatters' peeping rights. Is a fun word. <laughs> um. Well, uh, if you guys have anything to say <laughs> about peeping or squatting, which all now sounds very toilet related. Um, please write into us. You can reach us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Right. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, Or if you're very, very lucky <gasps> and you can find it. Uh, you can, it's hard to find. We might let you into the TGIA members only lounge. Yeah, search for that on Facebook. Yep, and uh, maybe you'll get let in. Maybe if you request to. If join. I can see anything on your damn profile, people keep showing up with, and their profiles locked down tight. I've, I've had a couple people who I can't even message to say, "Hey, you know, just let me know that you belong here." So what have you done in those cases? Not I, let them in? I stonewall them. I just don't. Yeah, I one one I didn't let in, and then I don't. I, yeah, it. I don't know what to do. If you know that your security settings are so locked down, maybe you send mes- uh, Dan a message. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Is it so hard? <laughs> or send the page, send the group a message, right? Can you do that? Uh, you can Is send me. A, you can. I, I I'm listed as a as as one of the. Oh, so they the could. So they you. could probably yeah. message me. Yeah. Here's the other thing, guys. Uh, you know, if you do, if you ask to be let in, and you find that you haven't been let in or or like you find that you've been rejected try again i may not have been able to see anything and not have been able to contact you or i may have i mean i do a lot of this on my phone and if my finger just happens to touch slightly the wrong part of the screen you might be rejected and it's not because there was anything wrong with you so if you're a legitimate (laughs) person and you get you rejected just try again and i'll let you in dan's lack of finesse with his with his Big My fat thumbs. Big dumb fingers not work <laughs> on the phone. I can't make it work. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and uh, this is actually this is a, a clip that got some traction this week. Yeah, and it's wonderful. This is a uh, this is actor Stephen Fry, a uh, renowned British uh, actor. British actor Stephen Fry, <laughs> uh, who's also a, a, a staunch atheist. Yes. Suppose what Oscar believed in as he died, in spite of your protestations, suppose it's all true, Mm. and you walk up to the pearly gates and you are confronted by God. What will Stephen Fry say to him, her, or it? I will basically... What's known as the Odyssey, I think. I'll say, bone cancer in children? What's that about? How dare you? 
How dare you create a world in which there is such misery that is not our fault? It's not right. It's utterly, utterly evil. Why should I respect a capricious, mean-minded, stupid God who creates a world which is so full of injustice and pain? That's what I'd say. And you think you're going to get in no, on that? but I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to get in on his terms. They're wrong. Now, if I died and it was, it was Pluto, Hades, and if it was the 12 Greek gods, then I would have more truck with it, because the Greeks were... They didn't pretend not to be human in their appetites and in their capriciousness and in their unreasonableness. They didn't present themselves as being all-seeing, all-wise, all-kind, all-beneficent. Because the God who created this universe, if it was created by God, is quite clearly a maniac, utter maniac, totally selfish, totally... We have to spend our life on our knees thanking him? What kind of God would do that? Yes, the world is very splendid, but it also has in it insects whose whole life cycle is to burrow into the eyes of children and make them blind. They eat outwards from the eyes. Why? Why did you do that to us? You could easily have made a, a creation in which that didn't exist. It is simply not acceptable. So, you know, atheism is not just about not believing, there is a, is not believing there's a God, but on the assumption that there is one, what kind of God is he? It's perfectly apparent that he is monstrous, utterly monstrous, and deserves no respect whatsoever. The moment you banish him, your life becomes simpler, purer, cleaner, more worth living, in my opinion. That sure is the longest answer to that question <laughs> that I ever got in this entire series. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, there's, they're saying it, and there's, they're saying it. You know, if these British people just learn to stop beating around the bush and just come out with what they want to say, <laughs> I think they'd be in better shape. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You, what you guys need to do is look this up. If you haven't seen it, if somehow it didn't cross your path, you need to watch the video. No kidding. Because uh, the, the guy that's interviewing him is a is a, a guy named Byrne. What's his name? His name is something Byrne. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, the, gay. His name is Gay Byrne. Oh. Oh, that sounds like something else. Which it's, entirely. It, it seems like that's um, actually what Fry did, was a gay burn. <laughs> burn! <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, the look on his face is priceless. Oh, my God. He keeps, he, he's panicking. The man is <laughs> freaking out as, uh -huh. as Stephen Fry is not letting up and just going. I, I mean, the moment after he says, oh, you think that's going to get you into heaven? He's like, no, I don't want to go in. Fuck you. And it's, and. This guy, literally at one point, his eyes get so wide and he just leans back in his chair and he's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's amazing. I asked the question. Yeah. You know, you, if you ask the question, you kind of have to just let the person answer. Oh, he totally had it coming. You know? Yeah. Totally had yeah. it coming. Well, that's fantastic. It. Well, Dan. Yeah. Correspondence. Yeah. People have, uh, people have written to us. They've, uh, they've, they've, they've called to us. Indeed. There are, yeah. there are all these things. So, uh, I'll start with a, a, a an email. Um, okay. this is from Luca. He says, hi, Frank and Dan. I'm a 15 year old, uh, male from Vancouver. Hmm. Uh, I thought a Canadian perspective would be a very, would be useful to understand the horrible situation. He's talking about the, uh, the, the, uh, First Nations girl. Oh, the, okay. Uh, the who who we reported on, you reported on, uh, who whose parents wouldn't give her chemo, and then exactly. she and then she done got dead. 
Uh, he says, in Canada, there's a lot of sensitivity surrounding colonization and the Aboriginal people. This sensitivity, though understandable, can sometimes be an issue. I would hear people say that forcing her to do chemotherapy would be forcing a Western point of view and ignoring her and her parents' right to their Aboriginal culture. Uh, I would also hear people <laughs> saying that child, that child protection removing her would be akin to residential schools. Oh, my God. My belief is that culture should take lower priority if it means saving the child's life, and it's ridiculous that giving people medicine that works is somehow forcing Western yeah. point of view. There, uh, there, there's, there are sensitivities to other people's cultures. <laughs> and then there are oversensitivities to other people's cultures. Or, and then there's just, hey, there's science here. We actually yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. this the, Nothing to do with your culture. You know what? It's science. Yeah. Yeah. This is, there's it culture, no, it's not, and then there's facts. We're not pushing our culture on you. We're just telling you facts. Yeah. This is just how uh, the universe works. Yeah. So we're not we're not making you 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 wear our clothes and right you know go to our sing our songs right exactly you know we're we're, you're not going to lose your culture you might lose your kid though if you if you don't do this yeah so anyway uh, thanks for that luca (sighs) um so i we had an anonymous or ostensibly anonymous an unsigned email oh Hey there, Frank and Dan. Uh, I was in a thread on the TGIA group discussing free will. I assume they mean the Members Only Lounge. Very exclusive group on Facebook. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It's really great. Um, Discussing free will. And it occurred to me that the legal definition of free will is to make a choice without coercion or deception. Uh, Christians often claim that the matter of belief is an issue of free will. You freely choose to believe, love God, pray, and even Mm, tithe. Right. You choose to believe these under the threat of torture in hell. Completely aside from the issue of whether or not Christianity is true, the practice of collecting a tithe is an act of coercion and financial abuse, especially if you belong to a denomination like Mormon or Evangelical where 10% Mm. tithes are basically required. Right. Just wondering what you think of this. I could see someone who had given uh, a lot could be in a situation where it would be worthwhile. Uh, maybe uh, the FFRF, the FFRF, might be interested in getting into something like this. I think hmm. I think they're referencing suing the in church order to get your money in back. order to get your money back because you didn't have any good fucking luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would be great if we if you could sue and uh, get your money back. I just certainly gave. Uh, a, a decent sum not a lot because yeah, i was young I was, I was young but but a decent amount i wouldn't mind getting it back but yeah. no the, the bulk of my money uh went to paying for my mission oh yeah that's that's where i lost some money yeah but i didn't really lose tons of i mean if you look at it in, in, in from the perspective of you know uh living in a foreign country and learning a foreign yeah. language like yeah. i actually probably got a pretty good deal you were in a decent little immersion program there yeah yeah uh, you had to um, you had to do some pretty uh objectionable things yeah. but i will say there. this um i was quite the saver when i was a teenager oh yeah believe it or not uh and i always had a, a job from about 16 on sure and i mean i saved i had nothing to spend money on yeah was, you were in you were in Skogi, oklahoma podunkville you know okay i <laughs> go to the sonic i mean what was i gonna go do <laughs> right you know which I did do, I, I of course. But that—that's uh, that's but, not going to drain that's your entire. Beside the point. Um, <clears throat> so I had a, a good stash that could have gone toward college. Yeah. No, that's not nope. going to happen. No. Nope. No. Nope. 
Nothing. No, no college for you. No. Uh, well, I mean, you did go to college. I did, but <laughs> I'm still paying for right. college. Yeah, exactly. Still yeah. paying for college. Yeah, something tells me, though, the courts aren't going to be too sympathetic to this. No. To, to the argument that I didn't have free will because I was being well, coerced by the uh, threat of hell. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's a pretty effective uh, narrative. Yeah. Well, the problem is you, you'd be opening up some serious floodgates. Like, you it's could ask true. for your money back from any donation at that point. Right. I was you being know, coerced by, uh, by, by Sally Struthers. Yeah, the... And my guilt uh-huh. into giving to the Africans. Yeah. I want those Africans to give me back my damn money. Yeah, you go to some, you know, arts benefit or whatever. Right, you know? exactly. They, they coerce you into it. Yeah, yeah. You know? I didn't care how many dogs were killed on the streets until Sarah McLaughlin made me listen to her yeah. damn music. Oh, do you know what I hate? <laughs> Is that stu- both both of the major national pet supply stores uh-huh. have this really manipulative little would you like to help out a homeless pet <laughs> when you like swipe your debit card right and it's, uh-huh. they're just asking for a dollar right right but i have to like sit there and go no i don't <laughs> every single time i know it's terrible because, I, I mean maybe i should but then i'm just like no i don't want to give to this i care more about humans so all of my all of my donation budget well, goes to I'm people the, i'm there going sorry i'm I'm spending my last five dollars on this rawhide. Like, right? Seriously, I'm taking care of my own dog. Right. I got people. To, I I got my own my own business to look after. I mean, I, you know, I don't yeah. want homeless pets. That's sad. No, it's but, sad. But and I really don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> do you, you want to play? Is there a voicemail? Do you want to play? Something? Uh, I do have a voicemail. Um, this is uh, in response to um. Our story last week about, uh, we did an update on the whole bakery in Colorado thing. Mm. You know, these bakeries. It's it, the, the the basis is the businesses refusing services based on X, Y, or Z. Right. And here is a caller um, who has a response. Yeah. Hi, Frank and Dan. This is Ian. I just am listening to your latest podcast, and I heard you guys talking about the bakery debacle. Just wanted to say that, from my perspective, the distinction is pretty clear. The one bakery did not want to sell the lesbians a cake that they would sell to anyone else, whereas the other bakery did not want to sell a cake written with obscenities written on it to anyone at all. Just thought I would put in my two cents. Have a great day. Thanks for the podcast. Bye. All right. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for that, Ian. I, I, it's a valid argument. I've, I, yeah. I've, when, when you first presented uh, that argument, the, the problem, I, it took me a minute to sort of wrap well, my head around where the issue really was. And that's the thing. Like superficially, uh, cake is cake. It seems seems like the exact same thing, right? And that's what this Christian, you know, nut job. Douchebag. douchebag is relying upon right and perhaps also doesn't see the distinction right himself yeah um, i would say that a lot of uh especially sort of fox news watching right-wing christians are really good at not seeing distinctions <laughs> they're they're like professionals at making false equivalencies right yeah so and it's it's clearly not the same thing um yeah you would need the uh the baker to say no i i'm not serving you because you're christian right exactly you know yes i'm sorry 
I normally make Bible cakes that say God hates fags on them, uh-huh. but you're a Christian and I'm not going to sell you one. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what you'd have to come to. <laughs> Which, by the way, that bakery I want to go to. <laughs> the bakery that generally just makes that cake hateful all the cakes. time. Hateful Bible cakes, uh, but <laughs> will not sell them to Christians because not gross. believers. I don't like Christians. These cakes are ironic, and you're taking them seriously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? That's that's a thing. <laughs> ironic it's hate a hipster cake. cake. Hipster cakes are kind of. That's actually that's actually really funny to me. I would be tempted. I would be tempted to buy that cake. <laughs> <laughs> and like have literally and as you know like uh, probably 70 percent of my friends are gay uh-huh. so i just have all of my gay friends over with like hate cake yeah hate cake for everybody <laughs> you may well, you, you should go into like uh you know the uh, grocery store right <laughs> just the neighborhood grocery store uh-huh. and order a cake and when they're like no way be like no 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 no. it's ironic oh i don't believe i don't this. believe this we're making fun of them <laughs> because half of them Let's would see probably if the argument works. No, that the they because they'd be Christian anyway. They'd be like, "Oh no, I agree with the sentiment. I just can't make the cake." <laughs> the corporate policy. <laughs> Kroger won't let us. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Uh, ha says the other Dan. Hey, that's ah, how he signs this. The other Dan. Apparently, there are only two of us out yeah, there. I was about to say I. And other Dan. You're an other Dan. One of the. Not the other Dan. Anyway, um, (laughs) uh, we talked about, you remember, Frank, we talked last week about uh, Church of England uh, finally ordaining a woman to bishop. Mm. Bishophood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Dan says, ha, the C of E have nothing on the Church of Sweden. First female bishop was Christina Odenberg in 1997. Wow. Uh, the current Archbishop of the C of S is Antje. I'm not going to say the name. Don't. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a, a German-born woman uh, serving as the... And, and the serving Bishop of Stockholm, Eva Brunne, uh, is even an open lesbian who was until recently married to another woman. My God. Well, Dan, obviously in... <laughs> Some pinko communist country where everybody, where people don't even believe in religion anyway. Uh, Everything goes there. Yeah, that's no big deal. <laughs> Thanks for flaunting your Scandinavianness at us. Yeah, exactly. We're so good. We're way ahead of everybody else. <laughs> we get it. Sweden and and other Nordic countries that are doing so great that we all kind of secretly want to live in. Just uh, get rid of all of that, you know, cold and being... Oh, come on. What? It's cold. It is cold. You're right. There's no light there There's no light. It's cold. We get it. I don't want to live there. But they've made it amazing. Yeah. They, they've, they've, they've created a draw. Yeah. They've created something. I do and do not want to go to there. I mean, <laughs> I've been to there. Right. I've been to Sweden. I love Sweden. Live there. I don't want to live there. Yeah. I, I mean, I would live there for several months, just not these months. Yeah. Uh, we had some supporters, and I just want to – I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go through the, the, the non-Joyride supporters, and then you go through the Joyride supporters. I will, yeah. Um, we, uh, we now have uh, – Jenny is a, is a monthly subscriber. Uh, very generous. Thank you, Jenny. Uh, we have Michael, uh, who says, keep up the awesome work. He did a one-time donation. Um, and he also encourages everyone else to uh, pay your tithing, people. 
So that's uh, right. that's nice. Uh, Chris, Christina, a one-time donation. Another one-time donation uh, from Mark, who says, Hi, Frank and Dan from Birmingham, in the heart of the majestic United Kingdom. Oh. Uh, yes, the heart of it. Wow. Of course, it's Birmingham, uh, I believe, it was reported on Fox News, is 100% Muslim. I don't know if you know that. Is it? 100%. You can't even go in there. This anyway. Was, that, what? <laughs> you didn't hear about that? No. Yeah, Fox, some, Fox News had some... Ex- it's the only time I've ever heard of them actually retracting and apologizing. Because they, he's talked about all of these places in France and the UK where like it was a no-go. Police didn't even go in there because they were 100% Muslim. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. And they actually retracted it. They actually uh, apologized. Wow. Can't, so, can't they just call up their friends at Sky <laughs> Sky News before opening their big mouths? That, why? They don't, They're owned they, by the same people. Surely they, there's just a... Come on, tell us about e- Birmingham. They Birmingham. don't check anything before they open their big mouths. <laughs> why would they start now? Anyway, uh, he says... Um, Thanks for the consistently good show. You guys, you give our local BBC talk radio guys a run for their money. Wow. Here's a donation towards the TGIF. uh, TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Well, we'll call it the TGIA because that's what I think he means. (laughs) Uh, World Tour Fund. What? I highly recommend flying flying to Birmingham Airport. I'd be happy to give you a tour around our lovely creative city. Wow. You are then officially invited to come for high tea and crumpets. Genuinely, <laughs> your work is appreciated. Keep wow. doing the good stuff. That's wonderful. Thank you. So there you go. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Joyride people? Uh, yeah, we have some new supporters um, on Joyride. Uh, we're up to 17 supporters total. Joyriders. Joyriders. Um, and uh, we're, we're, we're about halfway to our first goal, which is $350 a month. That's great. On Joyride. That's amazing. Um, and uh, so... Um, there's, uh, these are the names of the people who are new this week. Okay. Uh, Michael, Eric, Mm? Mark, Jeremy. I have another Mark. I hope I'm not. It's okay. Another Mark. Um, (laughs) Gerard. I'm going to say your name because it sounds fancy. And, uh, 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 apologies in advance, uh, because I'm going to butcher this one. Yu Lan Chu. Cool. So. Uh, um, if you guys want to be a part of that, uh, what's cool is you can go to if you if you go to our Joyride page and you do so by going to our page, thankgodimatheist.com, Yep, and then clicking on the Joyride link yeah. uh, off in the right hand side. If you go to our Joyride page, you can actually keep track of how many people are supporting us on each level. You can uh-huh. you can watch as our goals uh, are met. It's riveting to watch. It's a there's just so much going on. Here's the thing, guys. Uh, we are currently losing to the podcast, uh, the UFO podcast. Oh yeah, uh, we need to beat the. the they're beating podcast us. UFO. The, I mean, I, uh, his uh, his goal is uh 500 a month right and he is very very he's getting very close we've got to we we can't let the ufo podcast beat us people <laughs> even though he's a very nice guy yeah sure, <laughs> sure. i've exchanged emails with him but i mean <laughs> skepticism we're skeptic we represent skepticism he represents something else entirely well whatever he represents <laughs> uh so help us by uh by 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 joining some, some competition join some healthy competition dan is that what you're proposing that's what i'm proposing we all can't right. let him win okay <laughs> all right well you know uh franklin uh, yeah i don't know if people are aware of this but uh utah 
plays host to the large, the most important film festival in the world. It's pretty important. Can. <laughs> it's wait, they moved it? Yeah, it's here in Utah now. No, the Sundance Film Festival. Sundance. Uh it is a time when Hollywood's luminaries descend on our fair state. Hollywood shows up. Hollywood just comes week. here. Yeah. So good time every year to go and try and rob their houses. Uh back in Wow. Back in I didn't see that one coming down Malibu. As your as your suggestion. <laughs> see? Boom. Um don't say I didn't know. No, give it's a great time to visit the state. Yeah, because there's tons of shit going on. There's a lot of fun yeah. stuff happening, and you know, you might bump into a very carefully orchestrated star out on the street for, right. for his 20 minutes of photo op. Of just avoiding the attention right, of, right, of all right. the paparazzi. Oh, oh, oh hi. Oh, hi, gosh, they guys. found me. Oh, darn. In Sundance, the place I desperately don't want to be seen right exactly it's a it's kind of amazing actually if you stay long enough you can you can witness some of the most amazingly badly orchestrated like photo op moments candid moments out on the street where like i've literally seen a person who was very clearly a publicist who was trying to act like a fan walking in front of in this case it was ti the uh the music artist ti uh-huh. yeah uh Going, oh, you guys, T.I.'s coming. T.I.'s walking down the street. You guys, T.I. Oh, my God, T.I. Oh, my God, it's T.I. coming. <laughs> I think literally because probably people were mistaking him for other people right, or whatever. Right, right, you right. know, it's one of those things. Musicians aren't quite as like visibly recognizable sometimes sure. as, as actors right, or whatever. Right. I don't know. It was just very funny. And then comes the the this giant mob of people surrounding this guy who's... Oh, I'm just trying to get to my lunch appointment or whatever. Right. I think right. that's how T.I. sounds, right? That sounds about right. I'm just trying to go to places. Yeah, no, no, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's really good. That. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> I think I captured it. Yeah. I think I no, got it. That's very, 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 very sharp. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, anyway, you and I, did you see, we saw a film together. Did you see any other films during this year's no, festival? No, I didn't. I um, I really only got out to the one. Okay. And it was my last chance. Yeah, as well. it was the last film screened. The last film the screened uh, screened of the festival. It, you guys are all going to get a chance to see it if you've got the the HBO because mm. it's going to be on HBO at some point, right? Uh, but it premiered here at the Sundance Film Festival, and uh, the film is called Going Clear. Yeah, and it's about Scientology. The Scientologists. It's uh, it's uh, does a nice little history of where it all came from. And that Mr. L. Ron Hubbard, or LRH, yeah, which uh, as you as, as as the film progresses, you find that within the church, his name has been truncated to LRH, <laughs> which I assume is L R H, but they're not really pronounced. No, it. no, no. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we get to learn all about all about him and see some fun footage of him, uh, some fun video footage of him, which you don't get to see a lot of because I think there's they've, not a lot of it. There's not a lot of it, and they've probably controlled as much of it as they can. Yeah. So th- th- they've raided some archives, yeah, and found some rare footage. Oh my god! And uh, the guy was a he was a nut. He was a kook, <laughs> is what he was. A prolific writer. Unbel- over a thousand books, they said. Yeah, holds the Guinness World World Record for most books published. Yeah, uh, so most of those were were trashy sci fi novels, right? Pulp 
fiction, yes, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and and what's interesting is that the film sort of pointed out that like in these novels are contained the seeds, the germs uh, that eventually grew into Scientology, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. beliefs and practices of Scientology. Yeah. Uh, so th- it's a very interesting film, uh, really well done, I thought. Oh, uh, the production value was fantastic. Yeah, you and I reported that this was going to happen, uh, and the fact that HBO had to lawyer up something fierce to even embark on this. Yeah. yeah. And one of the and and they sort of go into a little bit of why, because oh, you do not want to fuck with the Scientologists. No, because yeah, yeah, they're. They're nasty. They they played they played hardball with the IRS and won and beat them. They owed a billion and a half dollars, and they won. They beat them through lawsuits. They, they through thousands upon thousands <laughs> of lawsuits, which then they thre- they said could all just look. Uh, we know you don't want these lawsuits. They could all just go away, right? All you gotta do, you I mean, you know what you gotta do. <laughs> you don't like the lawsuits? Fine. Yeah. You, you know what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. So, but beyond just the fact that, you know, we we went to Sundance and <laughs> we saw we saw a cool film. Right. Why why are we why are we bringing this up? Well, I mean, what, I, what's the point? I don't know if you know this, Frank, but uh, that's a religion, <laughs> and one of the subjects of our ostensibly ostensibly a religion. religion. Sure. Yeah. I don't know that it yet really qualifies in my mind. I get it. I understand they have a belief structure. La la la! It just seems like a nasty cult that somehow got re- religious status. What's the difference between a cult and a religion to you? The abuse. Okay, there is abuse. Uh, the abuse and the control and uh, the brainwashing and let's see what else. Like the the uh, those kind of things happen at a certain level in some religions, right? There's yeah. a little bit of brainwashing uh, that just happens naturally when you grow up in whatever faith. In any and some religion. are worse than others. You know, Mormons have a bit of it, I would say. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, they're not up to this kind of shit. Yeah, I mean. You know, they're not t- locking people away for, no, well, they didn't abuse their executives <laughs> from, from Sea Org. For what was it, a week or two? No, they had them locked up for like a year, year and a half, or two years, or some nonsense. And and we're talking about abuse. They called it the hole in a double wide that didn't have bars on the windows and doors. And and they were one of them was forced to like mop the bathroom with his tongue. Yeah, yeah, like, and they did it, and they had opportunity to leave and never come back, and they left and came back i tell you what it speaks very strongly to uh this film and 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 the stories that you hear in it frequently speak very strongly to the to the idea of mentally getting stuck in something mm. and it talks it, you know, it it's there's there's actually a, a real lucidity to the notion that uh it, it, or in in how it's presented about how uh how hard it can be to get your brain out of it yeah uh it th- this happens to people all over uh in every religion there are people who are just inured into into this this yeah. mindset yeah and it 
it takes a lot to get out. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, and I experienced that with Mormonism. I did, did too. You. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's an amazingly difficult thing, and you know, it's one of those things where from the outside, I watch people who are leaving Mormonism, say for example, uh-huh. and I just go, just get out. Yeah, just let go. Yeah, it's great on the other side. Yeah. Uh, but they can't. No. There's a process to it. Yeah. There is a, a long and sometimes very painful process. Well, if your family is a member of that organization, that's a level of control that, right. that, that the organization has to keep you involved. And the Scientologists, you know, the sci- boy, they if, have that down. If you if you leave, you know, if you leave, then your family your family becomes expected to what disconnect disconnect from you. Yeah. Uh, much the same way that the J Dubs do, uh, yeah, with, they, through shunning. Yeah, I mean it is shunning. That's all they're doing. But no, they have a word, new word for everything. At yes. Scientology. Yes, they do. And so they disconnect. They disconnect so. from you, and you are declared an SP, a suppressive person. <laughs> they got they got a lot of acronyms there. Yeah, There's a lot of a lot oh, of, when they get up at the pulpit and start rattling <laughs> shit off, <laughs> and you're just like it's like what yeah. the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Uh, the, the you know they get into the whole celebrity thing. There's a lot of very interesting Scientologist celebrities. You and I were playing a game earlier. Should we should we play a little bit of Continue the game? Continue the game on the show, um, which was that I was just sort of telling Frank who all of the or or who a bunch of the celebrities. Who it was are a very fun game. Well, it's it, fun when you're just telling me stuff, Dan. I, I like to call it a game. Well, the game was that you would I would tell you the ones that I knew would make you sad to find out that they were. Oh, <laughs> Like when I told you about Nancy Cartwright, the voice actor of Bart Simpson. Oh, don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all, everybody knew Kirstie Alley, and everybody knows yeah. Tom Cruise, yeah. and everybody knows uh, uh, John Travolta. John Travolta. Yeah. But, um, did you know uh, Giovanni me... Ribisi? Well, I didn't before a little oh, while ago, but I, did I thought you you, were, you did have a game for me. Yeah, I want to play a game. Okay. I make you play games. Okay, too. I'll give you I'll give you two people, and you'd tell me which one's the Scientologist. Oh dear God, this is gonna be good. Okay, um, I'm gonna say uh, this hinges on me knowing who they are. That's Adam Levine from Maroon Five. Oh, okay, yeah, or Beck. Shut up! Which one, one is One of it? those two is? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Adam Levine. Beck. Really? Yes. He's okay. actually he's actually married to uh, Giovanni Ribisi's sister. Oh. Guess, and they're both Interesting. Scientologists. Uh, okay. More, 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 more. Let's see. Um, which of uh, the following? Um, uh, Juliette Lewis... Juliet Lewis. Actress Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. What is she in? Um, what, what, what are her, favorite, her famous ones? Natural Born Killers. Wasn't she in that? Okay. Juliet Lewis. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, uh, or uh, 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 I had one for this. Uh, Jason Lee uh, actor. No, I know who Jason from, Lee from is. My name it's is always Earl. going to be my favorites, isn't it? Okay. So which one? Is it Jason Lee? It's both of them. Oh, you tricked me. I tricked you. Dan, <laughs> you're an a-hole. Um, oh, no, not Jason Lee. Yeah. Jason Lee? Yes. Cute little Jason with Lee. His, with his cute mustache. With his mustache and everything. Oh, no. Um, I could tell you some former... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Former Scientologists. Um, your quiz wasn't very good, by the way, Dan. Your, your quiz wasn't very good, <laughs> Frank. 
<laughs> William H. Burroughs used to be a Scientologist. No apparently. way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Author and poet William James William S. Burroughs. I don't That's know. okay. All right, um, cool. Also, author novelist Neil Gaiman. You don't know Neil Gaiman? What did he write? Uh, he uh, da, 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 da. he's the one that I always get confused with um, another writer because they look the same to me. Um, where are his novels? Uh, he wrote. Um, uh, come on, uh, Good Omens. Um, Stardust was a fantasy novel. Uh, uh, hmm. All right. So yeah, he was, but he got out. But he got out. All right, cool. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I'm not. Good for, I'm good. I, good. Congratulations, Mister, uh, whatever your name was. Yeah. Um, uh, this is a good one. You ready for this one? Sure. Charles Manson. Shut up. For a time, was a Scientologist from prison. <laughs> yes, he studied it in prison. He even like. Uh, did they, apparently... How did they audit him and stuff? <laughs> Boy, they really collected some secrets on him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so tell us something you did that you yeah. never told. <laughs> Yeah, he had some. He had plenty to audit. Let's uh, let's just go through that. Auditing, by the way, people is apparently it's. So this is a this is one of the main practices of Scientology. And if you want to, you can go to any Scientology uh, little studio thing outlet. Yeah, uh, storefront, and, and they'll do this for you. Yeah, they'll they'll do you one one for free. Yeah. Uh, which is you you hold on to these things they give you they they have what's called an e meter oh uh, yeah that is basically like one third of a of a lie detector test yeah 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 it's it's it just measures sort of the electricity in your body mm. uh, and they claim that it like like can test the stress in like the what's happening when you're m- having memories and whatever and they no. so they have you recount a, a sad or hard memory from your childhood and. They have you go through it a whole bunch of times, just mm-hmm. retelling the story over and over and over until it no longer has power over you. <laughs> Which does that really differentiate itself much from Freudian uh, uh, psychotherapy? Probably uh, not much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nobody, no, psychologists and psy- psychiatrists, therapists in general, tend not to use those techniques anymore, but. That's okay. Uh, they didn't have the e meters. They clearly didn't weren't equipped to do it. No, yeah, indeed. So, um, so it's just desensitizing you to that memory. I guess is what you're doing. Uh, I'm by guessing repeating it and I'm, talking about it, and and then so you don't have a physical reaction anymore. Yeah, that the e meter can pick up on. I'm guessing. But what do they say that the e meter even does? Like, what is it really doing? It's it's uh it's talking to the thetans. Ah, yes. Indeed. Uh, anyway, uh, one of the ones that I wanted to talk about is Paul Haggis, um, Oscar-winning mm. uh, film director and, uh-huh. and and prolific film and television writer. Yes. Who uh, who was uh, featured Walker, Walker hev- Texas Ranger? <laughs> well, yes. One of his many <laughs> uh, things was was he wrote hundred hundred plus it. episodes of Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> But also the movie Crash, which is where he got most of his yeah. uh, renown. Sort of cachet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he uh, he was featured heavily in the film. In, very much so. Uh, and and was, a lot to say, and he was very well-spoken. Was, was very uh, open about uh, about how embarrassed he was, his mm. association with, with Scientology, which mm-hmm. lasted for 20-some-odd years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, was, he was with them for a very, very long time and gave them a gob of money oh, over sure. his over his uh, sure it time. decided to be a ton of money 
and uh, so they, uh, they, hmm. they, they, he, he figured very heavily into the film, and it was fascinating to hear him talk because he wasn't aware of the bullshit. Now, this is a, this speaks to kind of what one of the reasons why uh, why people stay in. He was told not to go to the internet and read the negative stuff, the that the quote unquote lies that were out there about it. Right. So he never did. Right. For twenty something years. He's yeah. given well, them. His when money when he was doing it, for a lot of it there was no internet. Right. Exactly. Just to easily look this stuff up. Right. Um but yeah, so I, I the point that you're kind of that you're at is that the, the, you go through kind of the self self helpy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're initially, it, it's kind of a psychotherapy typey thingy. So right. You're getting out your these sort of demons that haunt you, and they don't even use the word Thetans really much. Yeah. At that point, the, yeah. At in that the, point, in the, the early all, stages, all the quacky like um, origin stories and creation myths and no, all no, that. No, no, this that, is just, there's none of that. It's just about be, helping you. You have paid them. Hundreds of thousands of dollars before you get to find out about the Thetans right. and Xenu. They have a very, they have a very uh, interesting uh, chart that you, that their organization. You basically, as as you improve as a person, right, you climb up to the different levels, right, uh, of 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 Scientology until you're suddenly like at the pickety pickety top. Of Scientology, and you've paid them a gozillion dollars, and then you're clear. Right. Well, no, clear happened before then, didn't it? Mm-mm. I thought clear was no, you was you... on your way up, and then you were ready for the higher levels. No, no, no. You're not clear until you're all the way at the top, and they give you your certificate, and then mm. you learn how to fly. <laughs> then no, they actually did talk about like these. There being these rumors of like people gaining, sort of supernatural power when yeah once they've reached oh, the upper clearly. the upper echelons clearly frank does not trust that i was correct about when you go clear so he is currently <laughs> looking it up which is fine um though so i guess i guess where i came down it was interesting because afterwards we had a very fascinating fascinating discussion um about how closely some of the things uh, that we saw on this film relate to Mormonism and therefore how closely they relate to most religions. And it is a fascinating thing to discuss where in uh where where that crossover is and what what becomes sort of what become universal religious uh, uh universal features of a religion. And I was fascinated by the notion that by how how smart they are and how they control their members, yeah. How it becomes uh, a a you know we're we're helping you. We keep telling you that we're helping you, mm-hmm. but then uh, later we tell you, "Holy crap! You don't understand how much you need our help." Right. You are so shitty mm-hmm. that you have way further to go. Right. 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 Way further to go. Right. You are bullshit. Right. And yeah. and if you don't feel like like the what you know the things that you're doing are helping uh-huh. it just supports how much more of it that you need mm-hmm. it just goes to show mm-hmm. how much more you need us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not a sign that our therapy is failing you that what we're <laughs> offering you is somehow failing you it's a sign that you need us even more right 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 it's the yeah. same thing with the mormons it's the same thing with the catholics it's the same thing with everybody oh you're still masturbating 
I guess you need us even more now. Look at how much sinning you're doing. You better pay us more money. Yeah. You yeah. better, you, you need us. You're desperate for us. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's, that's the takeaway of all of this, right? This is, sure, this is like the most extreme example. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they're crazy. And, no, and when this crazy. comes out on HBO, you guys, you have to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but it's the same. Right. It's all the same. Frank really wants to tell us about going clear. Well, clear does happen early on. It happens before the OT levels. Clear happens before the mm-hmm. OT levels? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then you, conti- you continue to have <laughs> the occasional clearing course. Okay. And it looks like, um, yeah, you're declared clear as part of your OT eligibility. Oh, okay. And, and then that, that's when you get up to these these points where it was like OT3 or OT4 or something like that where they actually let you know about the creation myth. Right. Where so. they give you the 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 photocopies of all of the creation <laughs> myth that you must keep in a in a locked briefcase. Well, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. No one well, no one must ever find out. It's not <laughs> like it's all on the internet now. Yeah. But well, yeah, same pe- with the temple. The thing is that know. people don't know until they've been in it for years and years and well, years. Well, they're and not years. supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. So then that's when you get like, yes, the, there was a galactic overlord who sent like sp- like prisoner people to Earth to be thrown into a volcano and then blown up with hydrogen bombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't find that out until later. And then they inhabit us. That's the that's mm. the other thing is mm. that these these it's like that. It's like the bad guys in Superman two, Zod and oh, all, yeah, and, the, yeah, yeah. and they they're just, and they're they were in mirror thing. They were in that mirror thing. Only now, instead of imprisonment in the mirror, they're in you. No. Yes. God, I don't want them. They're nasty. Yes, they're bad. So the only way to get them out is to uh, is to e meter yourself. What is in you? That's what's in you. That's the 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 Xenus? The Thetans. The Thetans. Yeah. You got you got you got you got you a bad case of Xenus. <laughs> You're just covered in Thetans. I've got oh, oh I need oh to shower. God. I feel like there's Thetans everywhere. <laughs> and every time they say that, I always I, it just sounds like they're saying Satan with a lisp. Thetan. Look at Thetan. <laughs> he's, he's so sweet, Thetan. Oh, My sweet Thetan. Um Were there any other takeaways? There was a lot. There was a lot to talk about, and I'm sure we could talk ad nauseum about it. Mm. But I mean, it's it, it's a ju- it's just a fascinating uh, thing. They, we could talk a little bit if we really wanted to about uh, Tom Cruise, because yeah, and David Miscavige, who's their current president, and who who kind of became a little the bit of a control freak, uh, like in the sense of like physically beating yeah. the 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 executives in the in the corporation in yeah. The, yeah and like yeah he's a nutball yeah he's crazy and there are these moments in the in the video of like him and and Tom Cruise uh like shaking each other's hands he gave Tom Cruise some medal uh-huh. like the, they the, made up some medal they made up a medal that was like the you know saving of the universe medal or whatever right. and we're very proud to and then Tom Cruise and David Miscavige do the manliest handshake you've ever seen. <laughs> like, we are going to handshake so fucking hard right now. Yes. Well, they're two little guys. Yeah. Oh, he's shorter than Cruz. <laughs> These two guys are tiny. <laughs> it so is... they, they got a little bit of a little, little man complex yeah. going on. I mean, this is two leprechauns trying to show how tough they are. 
day-to-day, always after me, Scientological charms. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, they did it like four times of just like... Like well, they, they walk they, around in like matching sunglasses <laughs> and matching leather jackets and and it's all very strange oh. and weird. I oh don't, my I God. don't. I mean, clearly Miscavige <laughs> has like a, a big boy crush on Tom Cruise. Oh yeah, and uh, well, if and nothing vice versa, else, if nothing else, Cruise is making him a fortune. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a meal ticket right yeah. there. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's all just a bunch of crazy. It's all just a bunch. It's just a bunch of crazy. Go watch that when it comes out and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. Anyway, if you need to write to us and tell us how we're just a bunch of crazy, you can do so. Uh, you can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Right. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash atheist and like it. And then type in TGIA Members Only Lounge and uh, ask, beg me to let you in. Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, and also, uh, please check out uh, thankgodimatheist.com. That's where you can find the support tab or the uh, support us on Joyride tab. Right, better, yeah, better, yeah. Click, click that, on that. Click the Joyride thing, go there, watch the video, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, yeah, all we've good. got all sorts of rewards and fancy stuff for you. Hey, you know what I haven't mentioned to people for a minute? Oh, what's that, Dan? Why don't you go on to your, your, your listening platform of choice, your iTunes or whatnot, and uh, give us a rating. Yeah. Go give, it, go give us five stars somewhere. It yeah. would be nice. That also helps us. That, that gets that the actually, word out. It helps a lot. We haven't seen a jump in those in a really, really long time. Yeah. And so... Uh, We're stagnant. Yeah. Yeah, stagnant. But if you want that immortality or, you know, a godless ringtone, you can go over the joyride. You yeah. didn't really finish our pitch there. Oh, okay. So I, didn't, anyway. I thought you were done. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, and help us hit that $350 a month uh, campaign yeah. goal. Um, you know, we're, once we hit that, we're going to spruce up our, our studio just a little bit. And, uh, get, and yeah. Get, yeah. It, it only helps you. Well, that, it helps us a lot, but it also helps you yeah. as a listener yeah. uh, to help out. Uh, we'd like to thank Mackenzie for her diligent work on our on our Facebook page. Thank you so much, Mackenzie. Thank you very much. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. It's fine, fine music, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we will talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.